it's time for another episode of Stone Droids Podcast. I'm Zoner. And I'm Colin. And we're back. Huzzah! You might notice, though, that things are a bit different. Zook and Schmitty are not with us tonight. In fact, they're not with us anymore. Uh, if you're familiar with the show at all, you might remember that about a year ago we decided to end the podcast. Uh, StolenDroids.com was no longer being updated uh, much at that point either. Uh, and I thought that that was it. I honestly didn't think that any of us would do anything more with Stolen Droids. Our lives and our priorities had changed. And honestly, it was just getting harder and harder to manage the website and the podcast. In February, though, the site went offline and I realized that I kind of needed it in my life. It's a long story. There's a lot that happened. But to make that long story short... I reached out to Zook, who happened to own the domain. He had the website host in his name. Uh, he basically owned the rights to everything, and I made an offer to buy it all. And here we are. At the time, I didn't really have a plan, didn't know what I was going to do. But over the next few days, I started to develop one. And I decided that I'd start by posting a few articles here and there. And after a few months, I'd probably start podcasting again. I assumed, though, at the time that that podcast would be me talking alone, you know, maybe talking some geek topic that caught my eye, 10 or 15 minutes, just me being solo. By the way, I'm still toying with that idea, so if you think I should do that, just let me know. Go ahead and send an email, feedback at soulandroids.com, and... Uh, you know, I, I'm kicking it around. So if if you think that would make for an entertaining show or whatever, just go ahead and, and send that in. But things got a little bit crazy when Movies That Make Us entered the picture. If you're not familiar with what that is, that's the newest podcast from Stolen Droids Media. I'd been working with them to develop their show for a site that I was working on with Colin. Uh, when Stolen Droids ended, Colin went to start another project. And he asked me to go help him out with that. So I had been working with him for about eight months or so on that. And since last fall, I'd been working with these guys trying to develop their show. And they decided that they would rather launch their show at Stolen Droids instead of on this site that I was working on uh, with them. And at that point, my timeline went from months into days. And because I'd been working with Colin... And because he had done most of the work on the Stolen Droids website before we all kind of disbanded and went our separate ways, he agreed to come over and help me get things back up and running. And here he is helping me still get things up and running. Uh, there's still a lot of work that we're trying to do on the site. And he's also helping me build, or excuse me, helping me co-host the podcast. So... It's just like old times. Uh, and by the way, if you haven't checked out the new StolenDroids.com, please do so. It's fantastic. Now, before we get into the show, there's a couple of things that I need to say in terms of thank yous to people. Uh, first, I got to say thank you to Zook and Schmitty. Uh, those guys are dear friends that I loved working with at StolenDroids. Uh, without their efforts, StolenDroids would not exist. I have no doubt in my mind about that. I'm grateful for their work, I'm grateful for their friendship, and I'm grateful for the legacy that they have left behind. And I'm going to take what we started together, and I'm going to do my best to make them proud of what comes of it. And to all of those listeners who have supported us for years, 
I don't know who you all are. Uh, I know who some of you are, but I don't know who all of you are. Thank you. You're amazing. Uh, I will never take your loyalty for granted. Uh, now, keep in mind that with Stolen Droids being under new management, so to speak, some things are going to be different. I'm still the same guy who's going to say inappropriate things. And Colin's still going to die every now and then. Uh, we are going to try and mix things up a little bit. If you like what we're doing, or if you don't like what we're doing, please let us know. Feedback at StolenDroids.com still works. It's still a perfectly valid email address. Send your hate mail to us. We will read it. And we will take your suggestions and your feedback seriously. Uh, now, when Stolen Droids podcast first started, it was a geek culture show. We also covered some tech news. Eventually, it became pretty much just tech news. There's a lot of reasons why we did that, but um, suffice it to say, it became a tech news show. It's a new day. There's new management in town. I decided we're going back to our roots. Uh, don't worry, though. Uh, we are still going to cover tech news. We're just going to diversify things a little bit. So you're going to get your tech news. You're going to get your geek news. And let's jump right into it and talk some Disney merger news, because that has been, I mean, that that's huge. We have two of the biggest production companies in Hollywood that have merged. You can't do that without shaking up the entire landscape. I mean, it was only $71.3 billion. <laughs> that, well, yeah, I mean, a, a little chunk of change. There were a lot of people, though, that wondered if this deal was actually going to go through because Disney ended up getting so much of Fox's properties. And, you know, you look at what they ultimately ended up walking away with. Now, of course, as geeks, we're excited because Marvel is going to get Fantastic Four. They're going to get the X-Men. And Disney's basically come out and said, yeah, we're going to be rebooting all that stuff. Deadpool's going to stay, though. Which I think is wise, but... I do feel Deadpool already had a very big Marvel connection. So I so I don't know that there was really a, a huge difference between, you know, Fox and Marvel in between that, you know? Why would you say he had the, the Marvel connection? Just because he was constantly breaking the fourth wall and, and just pushing the boundaries or pushing the boundaries and when whenever I mean, it was within the MCU. For instance, within Deadpool 2, we had the whole connection between Thanos right in there. Uh, there were all those jokes repeatedly in there um, between Cable and uh, and Deadpool. The connection's there, and I, I feel like throughout their talks during these, these mergers, they started allowing some of their resources to come through for a lot of that. You know, I, I hadn't actually considered that, but I... You know, that is true. Was Deadpool 2 being produced after the merger talks had been announced or? I think so. I, I don't recall. I don't recall the timeline on that. Because I, I remember around the last Avengers movie, starting to hear a lot more of that. But production was probably eight months prior to that. So who knows for sure. Either way, we're, we're getting a lot of great properties coming over here, and not just in movies. I mean, we're even getting a lot of the TV shows like The Gifted, and it'll be interesting to see if they keep The Gifted and Legion as, um, uh, whatchamacallit, 
you know, that thing, the thing that they all talk about, you know, canon. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) What's the word? The word is the word. You know, Um, didn't they cancel Legion? I thought I saw that Legion was going to be ending. Did they? I didn't see that. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm confusing it with something else. It's a possibility. Now I need to go look that up somewhere. But we've also, (laughs) what I'm really excited for is we finally get Star Wars A New Hope back under Disney or Lucasfilm control because they had part of the rights. That's right. um, For distribution. And so now I'm really hopeful that we'll get an original re-release and we don't have to look at Christian Hayden and his horribleness. Hayden Christensen? Yeah, you know, that guy. (laughs) The, The bad actor, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that is that is a good point. And it's actually uh, Legion is actually ending after season three. Okay, so that that's what I had heard. Uh, Not season two, season three. You know, though, I I was kind of surprised that they brought in a lot of properties with this. You know, they've got the Aliens franchise. You mentioned the TV shows. There's a there are a ton of film properties that they acquired in this. Yeah. Planet of the Apes. (laughs) Um Alien Predators, uh, randomly Diary of a Wimpy Kid. <laughs> uh, oh, Die Hard. Disney really needs to take advantage of that at Christmas time. That's what I'm saying. They they really need to take advantage of that at Christmas time. <laughs> they also have part rights for shows like Modern Family. I believe they they had they were a producer credit on there this is us empire and speechless speechless i don't know i've never heard of that one yeah that one i don't know what that is but it leaves me speechless you know i'm just i'm ex- i'm getting really excited we're we're coming close to end game now we don't know what's going to happen after that that piece i mean that's that's the end of phase three um we finally finished the infinity saga no oh, it's it's phase four isn't it uh, no there's Three phases. Or is it phase it'll, three? Okay. It'll become phase four. Oh, okay. Okay. Or we assume it'll become phase four. Yeah. I should say. Okay. But at this point, the the sky's the limit. I mean, they could be starting to bring in Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy. <laughs> Fantastic Four. Oh, my gosh. Uh, <laughs> they could uh, start bringing in X-Men characters. I mean... There's so many different directions to go. And, of course, we know Spidey's going to come back. We know we'll probably get some Doctor Strange back. Who else? Let's see. We've got a Black Widow film that's been announced. We yep. we know we've got Spider-Man 2. We know we've got Doctor Strange 2. We've got a Black Panther 2. And sorry, these are spoilers for those of you who, you know, saw Infinity War and, and know the snap happened. I. They're going to come back somehow. I hope people <laughs> would know. They got to come back somehow because they got to be in the sequel. I'm sorry. It's it's just how it is. Uh, you're not going to have a Spider-Man movie without Spider-Man in it. Uh, I'd be really curious to see if they will bring Valkyrie back for another movie. You know, I she was great in Thor. I, I liked her in Ragnarok. Yeah, she had a great personality, but they didn't show her at all in Infinity War. No. That whole accident happened and she wasn't even, you know, laying on the ground. Yeah. I mean, there, there's a lot of, I think there was a lot of questions. I mean, 
But you think about it, Infinity War, that was a lot of movie. And you look at Endgame, and it came out recently that that's going to be over three hours long. I mean, that's a full 30 plus minutes more than Infinity War was. I mean, if you think about it, it's the end for a lot of these characters. So they have to pass the torch, so to say, very well. And they have to honor those characters up until the end. You know, we can only assume that some of the longer characters will will probably disappear. I'm assuming Tony Stark will go away. He'll maybe be a cameo. I could see that happening quite a bit for him. Uh, I assume Captain America will pass the torch off to either um, Bucky or... um, Oh, why am I forgetting his name? Falcon. And then Thor, maybe we'll get a, a a woman Thor at this point. Maybe they'll Since bring that's Jane. That's kind of where they're at with the comics, <laughs> and make Jane become Thor. <laughs> Natalie Portman back as Thor. What? I mean, I'd be okay with it. She's attractive. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'm going to be interested to see what Disney does with this you know though the way that disney has handled the properties that they've acquired you know some may say that they've kind of screwed up the star wars franchise over the last few years i like the star wars movies that they've done i i loved episode seven episode eight i thought there was some unnecessary stuff in it i wasn't a big fan of what ryan johnson did in terms of undoing what jj abrams did But really, J.J. Abrams should have signed on for Episode 8 because now he's got to come back in Episode 9 and fix what Ryan Johnson did in Episode 8. Well, should we talk about Episode 9? Let's talk about Episode 9. Well, we just got a leaked poster. Um, Maybe. What what we assume is leaked. It wasn't a very high-quality image. It I I haven't been able to find one yet. We, We still don't have a film title at this point. However, a lot of the characters that have been rumored to appear were on the poster and so we we actually start off and right off the bat you notice kylo ren's wearing his helmet again after we saw him break it into a million pieces uh because you know apparently sith sometimes decide to be little pansies and get really emotional and he's kind of a whiny little punk i mean it's a skywalker thing right it kind of is, it kind of is, but you never, you never really saw Luke throw a fit like that. Uh, yeah, I mean, he he pumped some some kind of pansy attitude, but I mean, he whined a lot, but you never really saw him go full on temper tantrum like a two year old would. No, but with Anakin, you saw that all the time. <laughs> uh, that that was his total mo. I mean, yeah. that was what he did. And even as Darth Vader, he did it. was it. the era of the email, right? Oh, totally. Totally. <laughs> but I mean, you look at it, even Darth Vader, he does that all the time. He just does it with style. Yeah. I mean, he's he does it in a manner that's freaking awesome, as opposed to Anakin, who makes you want to just throat punch him and then put sand in his pants. Because he hates <laughs> yes. sand. Oh, it's just so rough and coarse. <laughs> it gets everywhere. Oh, no. Freaking whiny punk. Oh, jeez. Ah, well, then we see Rey. Uh, Rey lightsaber is back in one piece, or she's built a new lightsaber. Um, we can't really see much of the hilt, so it's hard to tell. 
You know, I actually saw someone say that they thought it looked like Luke's lightsaber, which I thought was interesting. Which is green? Uh, the original with the blue. the But yeah, I don't know. Shattered lightsaber. Well, well the blue one's the one that she had. Yeah. But so. he still had the green one. So I, I need to go watch... I need to go watch Last Jedi again. Um, and then up the upper right, uh, we can see Noemi Aki as Jenna, who is rumored to be Lando's daughter. Hopefully we get to see an old classic character taking up his mantle again. Well, I mean, he is confirmed to be in the film. Oh, well, then he's there and maybe his daughter. <laughs> yeah, uh, Billy D. Williams was confirmed. Sorry if that was a spoiler. Um, yeah, we probably should have prefaced this with possible spoilers. At this point, though, it's a whole bunch of speculation. You know, it's, it's been a year. We're back. <laughs> takes takes a little bit to, to get back into that kind of flow that we had before. Yeah, we, we are a bit rusty at this point. But then uh, we see the masked character behind Poe Dameron on the right, who is thought to be Zori, who we believe is played by Carrie Russell. Uh, we don't have really any other info besides that. And then the Knights of Ren. That's all we see. Uh, hopefully they'll actually reveal themselves this time and we can see more into that storyline i'm hoping this is going to be a longer film kind of like avengers endgame uh where we're actually going to get down into uh a lot more within this film i think it needs to be you know i saw something recently uh, i think it was daisy ridley came out and said that episode nine marks the end of the skywalker saga yeah which makes sense if they're going to be terminating the Skywalkers, so to speak, they've got to do it right. I don't want some some punk way out where oh they <laughs> they all died in a starship explosion or something. You know, I I want them to do it right. They need to do it. Give them a proper send off. Yeah, I completely agree. And then we've got C three PO and what the crap? He's holding a bowcaster. Why why is C three PO holding a bowcaster? I was looking at this earlier, and it looks like he's also holding... Is that Ray's staff that he's holding as well? Oh, yeah. He's got a staff back there. Is he is he playing Beast of Burden here? Is he a, is he a freaking pack mule? Is is that what this is? Maybe, because he's got, he's got a, a weapon or ammo sash strapped around him, too. So did they just say, here, hold this crap? Or is he the next HK droid and... <laughs> oh, that would all be of a awesome. sudden turns into an assassin. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> oh, so sweet. And underneath Kylo Ren, we have the all red stormtroopers, which uh, were rumored to be heavy stormtroopers. So they are the next and meanest in their class. Yeah, and they look I pretty sweet. Not gonna lie, <laughs> um, they definitely look a lot more intimidating than just your standard First Order Stormtroopers. So I'm pretty excited for that. We'll see how that goes. Other than that, we do notice that Rose is actually missing from the poster, as well as R2-D2. Um, and we have nothing as far as Leia and Luke go. Uh, we can assume Luke will probably show up as a Force Ghost, like his previous Masters did to him. Maybe. And Leia 
I don't even know what they're going to do with her at this point. Bless Carrie Fisher's heart. Yeah, that's been the one thing that really has had me intrigued is how are they going to handle the death of Carrie Fisher? What are they going to do in terms of writing her out? Because obviously uh, she passed away before any of the filming began. I've heard that they were going to be able to use some of the footage from the previous films, but still, I mean, there's only only so much you can do with with unused footage. So I'm I'm very interested to see how that's going to shake out and, and what they're going to do. But you know that that when she's when she's on screen, it's going to it's going to hit everybody that's watching right in the feels. Uh, it's going to be emotional for everyone, I think. Yeah, I completely agree. I'm not surprised Luke isn't on the on this poster because, you know, dead. True. R2 kind of surprised me a little bit. And Rose, I don't know, with the backlash that, that Rose Tycho got in the last film. Do you think she pulled out? I don't think so. I don't think she would do that. I don't believe so. I, w- I would like to think that she can rise above all those fans that were just dissing her because that was just ridiculous it was it was stupid you know just because some fans are a-holes yeah and like i can agree to an extent about rose's character but all of those comments were racism comments yeah it's just completely uncalled for totally if you have a problem with the storyline great guess what she didn't write the story nope she didn't and she got paid to be in the movie She's, I mean, mm-hmm. she was doing a job. That's like somebody that works at 7-Eleven and you show up and harass them because, you know, they're doing their job. But you don't harass them because they're doing their job. You harass them because you don't like the color of their shirt. Exactly. And the only other two things that I can see uh, on the poster to note are <laughs> BB-8 has a little buddy ahead next to him. You can't quite tell what it is. And then over by Finn, on the left side of the poster there, there's what I can only describe as what looks like a sluggish creature. It kind of looks like one of the the creatures uh, from Tatooine that have the uh, wings fluttering behind them. I don't know what species they are, but (laughs) yeah, it's super random. I can't even think of what that is. Yeah. And I'm like hardcore Star Wars nerd. Holy crap. <laughs> 5G is out. Sort of. Everybody would have you believe it is. Yeah. So on my phone today, I updated to the uh, recent iOS 12.2. Okay. And all of a sudden it started... It popped up on the upper right-hand corner. The LTE was gone, and it was replaced with 5G with a lowercase e, which bugs the living heck out of me because my OCD is insane when it comes to that. I hate having crappy service. When you have an E on your phone next to your data, that usually means that you're on the low end of the spectrum when it comes to that data. <laughs> So going into this whole 5G world, 
we don't have the technology for it. It's only good in Korea, right? Yeah, they say it's good in Korea, but is it even like a legit thing there? I don't know, but they're saying that they have up to one gig speeds. Yeah, the, the Samsung Galaxy S10 has a 5G version, and I guess they did some speed tests with it just recently here, and it's it's pulling insane speeds in Korea right now. One gig, yeah, it, it achieved one gig speed on a commercial 5G network in Korea. Uh, now, that's probably South Korea, not North Korea. I, I can't imagine that it's, it's pulling that in Pyongyang, but, <laughs> <laughs> you know, they, they barely have, you know, food, let alone 5G networks. And there we go, right out of the gate. First episode, take a shot at North Korea. Kaboom! What? Kaboom. Shots fired. I wouldn't say shots fired, but, you know, close enough. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, like, I don't understand why all these providers are pushing 5G. They're saying, oh yeah, we have 5G now, we're, we're spectacular. The technology isn't implemented. We still have to go through and we have to update all the cell towers to accept 5G. Everywhere is on 4G in the U.S. Unless unless I'm wrong. Like there may be one or two test areas right now. But from what I'm aware, we don't have that right now. Well, I guess last year uh, Verizon launched a limited 5G home broadband service. And they plan to roll out a mobile 5G service in 30 cities this year. That's not saying that they've done it yet, so they're they're intending to. Meanwhile, AT&T's 5G network went live in select cities in December, but you can only access it using Wi-Fi hotspots. They also <laughs> plan to launch mobile 5G sometime this year. So it's not like this is widely available. It's not like driving down the street, you're going to be bouncing from 5G to 5G tower. Yeah. So why are they advertising it? I don't know. Uh, I'm looking here at the list of cities, though, for AT&T's 5G. Now, I, you're, you're with AT&T, I assume? I am. Okay. So uh, Atlanta, Charlotte, North Carolina, Dallas, Houston, Indianapolis, Jacksonville, Florida, Louisville, uh, Kentucky, Oklahoma City, New Orleans, Raleigh, North Carolina, San Antonio, and Waco. Yeah, there's nothing there about Salt Lake. So why would that, is is that an Apple change or is that an AT&T change? I would assume it would be an AT&T change. I would assume it's an AT&T change as well, but I didn't think Apple allowed the carriers to push that kind of crap on their customers. I don't know. I'm very confused, but that's okay. That is very confusing. You know, this kind of reminds me of the whole... And I think we we may have talked about this on the show years ago where some of the networks were were bashing, some of the carriers were bashing on other carriers because they had fake 4G. It may have been AT&T that, that had rolled out, out 4G. I can't remember. I'd have to go back and, and listen to old episodes or show notes and try and figure it out. But I mean... I guess in January of this year, Verizon and T-Mobile both jumped on AT&T's back about fake 5G. And so the other carriers are on their case about this fake 5G. 5G isn't a thing yet, but AT&T sure wants you to believe it. But it also reminds me of the whole... In fact, I was in Texas over the weekend and I saw a van... 
and it said high speed internet. And my wife says, oh, you know, they, they have high speed internet in this area. I didn't even have a cell service in this area. <laughs> I had no cell phone signal in this area we were in, but they had quote unquote high speed internet. And I said to her, I said, you know, that's all relative. You realize that, don't you? High-speed internet means nothing. Uh, I'm pretty sure AOL had high-speed internet at one point. <laughs> they did. Everything is high-speed if you compare it to something that's slower than it. You know, let's just go back to 256K modems. I'm sure it'll be fine. I run... I, I, I am the fastest runner you will ever see if you compare me to a toddler. <laughs> And I got arthritic knees and a bad back. So, you know, take that for what it is. And I'm old and fat. So, yeah, there's that, too. So <laughs> it's all relative, you know. If you throw it out there, people are going are gonna to bite and they're going to believe it. Now, we, we just mentioned the Galaxy S10 and how it's got their 5G version. They've announced that it's, it's going to be coming to the U.S. here. And one thing that I thought was kind of cool when they announced that the S10 was going to be getting a 5G version. And I was actually tempted to get this. I just picked up the, the S10 a couple of weeks ago when it came out on launch. And I got to say, I freaking love it. It's a great phone. One of my favorite phones, I think. In fact, it, it is a great phone. Uh, but it's going to be coming out April 5th in South Korea. And then it's going to be coming out uh, shortly thereafter here in the US. But when they announced it, they said, yeah, it's going to have 5G capability. But they straight up said, it's not going to be usable for a while in the United States because there's no 5G networks. But we're building it, anticipating that 5G networks are going to be a thing in the near future. And I thought that's how you do it. That's how you market it. They're going to have the only 5G capable phone out there. And... They're straight up about it. They're like, look, you're not going to be able to benefit from this capability today. But as soon as it hits, there you go. You're ready for it. And I do admire that about Samsung, that they're straightforward with it. They're not advertising it as, you know, we we are 5G. It is once these features roll out in your area, you will have 5G. Yeah. And I think, you know, that that's how if you're going to do it, that's how you do it. Don't push a phony 5G icon to your status bar and tell people they got 5G when you know dang well that they don't. Totally. Now, one th one thing that does bug me about Samsung, they straight up copied Apple's AirPods. I mean, look at that design. The Galaxy Pods are the exact same thing. I, I would love to look at that, but my order has been delayed for another 30 days. I got an email last night saying it's going to be at least 30 more days before I can receive mine. So they are taking a, a, <laughs> a hand out, out of Apple. They are copying <laughs> Apple straight down to the letter. Oh, I mean, that right is down exactly, to production. <laughs> yep, exactly what they do. But I did see, you know, if you pre-order the, the 5G version of the S10, you can get a, a free pair of the of their AirPods. Is that what they're called? I don't even know what they're the called. The Galaxy Pods, I think. The Galaxy Pods. The the wireless earbuds that you're probably going to lose. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, so there's that. Uh, speaking of losing, everybody is losing right now, I think, when it comes to Google, although you disagree. 
but Google is killing off a couple of their a couple of their uh, products. They're killing off Google Plus, which you know, whatever. Temporarily killing off Google Plus. They're making enhancements. Remember, it's dead. They're never bringing it back. No, nah, I bet you they'll bring it back. They will reboot it, and they will try to actually be a strong competitor to Facebook. You think? I think that they will try to harness that uh, that market. And the big thing that's different now is that when Google Plus originally launched, YouTube was a separate company. That is now, true. Now that they own YouTube, they can do a lot more integrations into social media with that platform. And where YouTube is one of the biggest leading platforms for videos, I think that's something that can really push that. But Google needs to get their data under control. <laughs> Google needs to get a lot of crap under control. I'm getting to the point. I love Google's, Google's products. I've used them for years. I'm an Android guy. If, if you've listened to this show for any amount of time, you know I'm not an Apple guy. I'm not a Microsoft fanboy. I'm very deeply entrenched in the Google ecosystem. But Google's mantra from years ago of don't be evil... I think they freaking pissed all over that. <laughs> and I think they really don't care. And, you know, they have a huge problem with their products, particularly hardware. You know, they announced their gaming platform. What it, What is it? The Strava? Strava? Uh, Strava. The Strava, the Strava gaming platform a couple, or last week, I think it was, a couple weeks ago. And one of the big discussions regarding that is how long until they abandon it. Because that's what Google does. They abandon their stuff. Google fosters a environment where the way to get ahead is to innovate new products. And if you get stuck maintaining a product, that's career suicide. And so nobody wants to maintain anything. They all want to develop something new. And so everything gets abandoned. And you look at some of these these products that they've developed over the years, you know, Google Reader and some of the other things that that have just kind of been cast aside. Inbox is a big one right now that is really causing a lot of people stress. It's causing me a lot of stress. I hate Gmail. I don't mind the web interface so much, but I really don't don't like the fact that it's missing a lot of the functionality that Inbox has. What functionality do you see is missing? The bundling is a huge, huge thing. Bundling as far as conversations all being under under one? Where it, yeah, it just automatically sticks everything. When I went on a trip to San Antonio last week, all of, all of my hotels, everything just got stuck in one, one email thread. It, it knew, oh, you're going on a trip to San Antonio. Here's everything pertaining to that. It's really nice. Uh, the categories in Gmail, I think, are clunky. You can't really edit them. And as far as the app goes, it's full of ads. I refuse to use it. I, I won't use it. So personally, I'm looking for alternatives to Inbox, especially for Android. Uh, I'm, I, I've, I've heard good things about Spark. Uh, which up to this point has been iOS exclusive, but they say that they're going to hit Android about the time that the inbox disappears. So Now, something to note, we actually, so uh, at least iOS, we just received 
an email for Gmail and for um, Google Drive uh, docs and sheets. And it's completely redesigned again. But this time, there's no ads. See, and my wife said there was no ads in hers. Ads seemed to be the out. The second I went into some of the, I think, the social categories, I, I went into a couple of the, the different category tabs. And oh my goodness, it was... It, like the first three things were ads disguised as emails. And that just pisses me off. I refuse to deal with it. Yeah. I just went through each of those tabs that I have. I don't have any ads. That's awesome. That's awesome. I'm going to, I may have to double check it then. But I hear Spark's a decent alternative uh, for the Mac peeps of the world. Kiwi's great, but inboxes, it's, it's gone just like Google plus. Yep. But don't you worry, because someone else has taken on the plus symbol in their products. Good old Apple. Oh, you know, Google loses the plus. Apple's going to pick it up for them. Because, <laughs> you know, Google Plus works so great. So Apple uh, had their Worldwide Developers Conference. Uh, and usually they go through and they'll announce all the new products that come out. Well, leading up to the developer conference, we started getting all these just showing up on Apple's pages. They they weren't even like big announcements. And so all the iMac and iPads updates, they just started flowing through their website. And so it really left everyone wondering, okay, what's this conference actually going to be about? So <laughs> the conference started off diving into Apple News and Apple News is now getting a new ding 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 subscription service because you know we got to monetize off all the the apps that we have and really what it comes down to is it is syncing with even more magazines and uh, news providers out there um, it's basically bringing in magazine subscriptions into the Apple ecosystem which they did a lot with a lot of their products during this launch that I really felt were kind of unneeded. Like, if I'm going to pay for a subscription, I don't want to pay for a subscription to then go and pay for another subscription. Because even though you're paying for Apple News, you know, 10 bucks, you still then have to go and select, oh, I want this magazine and this magazine, but they still have their own separate charges, which that to me is not a great platform. Yeah, they have some free ones, but all the main players are still going to charge individually. And it's the same thing with Apple TV. Apple TV lets you leverage things like DirecTV and HBO. And really, it, it seemed a little soon to announce which providers they were connecting with because their list was so short. Uh -huh. They didn't even have like NBC or the CW. They were missing a ton. But each of the ones that they had in there, you have to pay additional for. So you again, you're paying for Apple TV Plus and you're paying for uh, the individual subscriptions for those other stations, which, again, doesn't make any sense to me. Why not just get cable? Yeah. Why not just get YouTube TV? Yeah. Because it literally has all all the channels that you're going to need, minus like HBO, which you can still get a subscription for, 
And all it's going to do is it's going to say, oh, I need to have two apps instead of one. Yeah, I mean, go get a go get a Roku with a Sling subscription or something. Yeah, totally. The cool thing about Apple TV, I will say, is that they are releasing it to smart TV devices. So it's no longer just you have to have an Apple TV device. You can actually download the app on other smart TVs. I guess that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's all right. <laughs> And then the last, uh, well, I wouldn't say last, but the next big thing they announced was the Apple Arcade. So you know how Apple was the, the first one to really push gaming should be free? Yeah. And really started this whole era of these free mobile apps. Well, gone are those times because Apple decided, hey, let's create Apple Arcade uh, we'll support a bunch of developers, whether they be indie or senior developers, and we'll just have everyone pay a monthly charge for a bunch of games. So the cool <laughs> thing is you have tons and tons and tons of titles. By that, I mean maybe about 100 titles right now. But ding, 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 you got to pay like 13 bucks a month. Are the titles worth it, though? Or are we looking at stuff like Angry Birds? <laughs> so they were showing they showed like three different BMX games. Which really leads me to believe that they're nowhere near where they need to be. Or sorry, motocross. They didn't really show anything too popular. Sonic made a brief appearance, but they didn't really dive into what the exact titles were. And they didn't show any game demos. So this, I'm like envisioning some, remember Wild Tangent? That fucking malware that that you would get on your computer? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that that's kind of what I'm envisioning here. Yeah, except it's it's not malware. <laughs> <laughs> they are supported games. <laughs> but it's yeah, it's just completely weird. They also announced that they have their own Apple credit card, not connected to a bank. It's actually their own credit card with daily rewards, simplified statements and no fees. Cool. That's 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 great that you guys got your own credit card instead of using Barclay or whatever they were using before. Again, I don't know why that needed to be announced at WWDC, but that's all right. The only other big thing was as part of Apple TV Plus, they are starting to change the way they do TV and really wanted to uh, dive into... Um, kind of Hollywood and and what it's about. And so they're doing all these different documentary series like Jennifer Aniston, Weiss, uh, Weatherspoon, um, the guy that plays Aquaman. I'd watch it. Right. And then they also have Oprah. Oprah was their, their biggest one. She's coming through and and doing her own pieces. She basically said, it's a book club. Because, you know, Oprah loves her book clubs. But it also makes you wonder, what's happening with Own? I mean, it's supposed to have been this, you know, huge thing. Is this her way out of Own? There were a lot of rumors that Oprah just wasn't really being, like, the creative backing behind it. She was originally supposed to. And so... It's just been kind of neglected. So it'll be interesting to see what all this becomes. 
But again, you got to pay for Apple TV Plus. Yeah, I'm curious to see how that takes off. You know, Apple people, though, you guys will buy anything. I said, we're going to shake things up a bit. So we talked geek, we talked tech. One thing we got to talk is our favorites. So, Colin, let's talk favorites. What do you got for us, man? (laughs) Uh, Well... My favorite comes from the amazing show of that is Impractical Jokers. Uh, have you ever seen it before, Zoner? I have. In fact, I was watching it in the airport the other night. Uh, it, it is just this amazing phenomenon. A bunch of guys from high school get together and they, they've created this uh, show on True TV where they just do stupid stuff. And so one of the challenges that they had for each other involved mashed potatoes they were in a restaurant uh they were given a dish of mashed potatoes and they had to go through and scoop the potatoes out of the bowl and plop them on random people's plates now they're not dressed up as workers they're just a random person coming in and doing this and so a couple of the guys failed one guy decided here let me just you know dump this whole bowl out and didn't realize, oh, that's one scoop. It's not, let's empty it, but let's get the whole thing out. Well, Joe Gatto, who's probably my favorite character up there, decides to do this whole, like, singing and, like, making up words. And he's like, scoop potatoes, scoop potatoes. And is just running around this table and just keeps on singing. And as long as you're acting like an idiot, apparently... These people are okay with this random stranger just plopping potatoes on their plate and just keeps going. Uh, And it's just hilarious. I love the show. You definitely need to check it out. You know, that's kind of how I've seen people tuning into this show. As long as you, you know, you're just an idiot. People just keep listening. I mean, it's just like us. I mean, we're a bunch (laughs) of idiots with microphones and somehow people still care about us. Yeah, so... We'll we'll see, we'll see what the numbers are like once once the reboot happens. <laughs> we'll see what that happens. Well, my favorite, you know, if you if you've listened, you know, I like comic books. I like Batman. Detective Comics number one thousand recently came out, and with it, a deluxe edition a hardcover came out as well, called Detective Comics: Eighty Years of Batman. Last year, when Action Comics hit their one thousandth issue, they did a similar one uh, for Eighty Years of Superman, and I picked that up. It was phenomenal. Uh, it's got stories from pretty much the past 80 years from Action Comics, and this is no different except it's got 80 years of stories from Detective Comics. The cool thing about this, though, is they're not all just Batman stories. Uh, You've got stories that cover Slam Bradley, uh, Pow uh, Pow Wow Smith. Uh, Yeah, these are cool books. Uh, They're about 20 bucks on Amazon right now. Uh, if you're able to pick one up, I highly recommend them, especially, uh, you know, if you're a, if you're a fan of, of old comic books or, or even new comic books, uh, or you know somebody who likes them, definitely pick one up for yourself uh, or for them. They make great gifts and, you know, they're, they're just good to have. But that is it for our first show back. Sorry if we are a little bit rusty, but hey, it's been a year, so cut us some slack. 
we will get better probably, or maybe not because, <laughs> hey, we are who we are. Uh, but let us know your thoughts. You can send send them to us at feedback at stolendroids.com. Uh, and we do definitely want to try something a little, little newer with our tech segment too. We would love tech questions from you guys. If you guys have questions about something random is going on with my computer or I'm, I'm building a computer, what graphics card should I use? What new phone on the market should I have? Or just something completely random and insane. Ask us feedback at soulandroids.com. We would love to help you guys out as you've been such a, a, a big part of our Stolen Droids community. Yeah, and we have answered questions like that in the past, but, you know, they have been kind of kind of few and far between. You know, go ahead and send them to us. We're, we're happy to happy to take a shot and share our thoughts on them. But, yeah, go ahead and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. They do get updated multiple times a day, especially during the week. And be sure to subscribe and leave us a review wherever you get your podcasts. We are on iTunes, Google Podcasts, and Spotify, and pretty much everywhere else. And while you're there, be sure to check out our newest show from Stolen Droids Media. It is called Movies That Make Us, and it's like a book club, but for movies. You'll be glad that you did. And we'll be back next time with another episode. I think we'll be back next week. I, I think we're going to do this every week. That's the plan, I think. Yeah, I think so. so I think we're good for it, Yeah, man. We'll, we'll be back next week. And, and until then, be good to each other. Hasta luego. This has been a Stolen Droids Media Production.